Hello, I'm Mark Steele, executive producer of Living Through the Word, podcast ministry of the Anglican Diocese of the Living Word. Last month at the Provincial Council of the Anglican Church in North America, two of our bishops, Bishop Julian Dobbs and Bishop Bill Love, sat down for a conversation outside at the Billy Graham Retreat Center. Ernie Dido, the communication director of GAFCON, Global Anglican Future Conference, was there to record and videotape this discussion. GAFCON has very generously allowed us to use the audio from this interview to share with our Living Through the Word listeners. The audio and video of this is present on the GAFCON website and on their podcast, Everyday Global Anglican. We strongly encourage our listenership to subscribe to both of these amazing resources and we've provided links to these in our show notes. Enjoy. I'm Bishop Julian Dobbs, and I'm here with Bishop Bill Love. And we're talking a little bit about Bishop Love's journey and his relationship with the Anglican Church of North America and with GAFCON. Uh, Bishop Bill, you've recently become a bishop of the Anglican Church in North America. Prior to that, uh, you were a bishop in the Episcopal Church. So talk us through a little bit why the change, why the journey, what happened, and and why you've landed here in the Anglican Church in North America. Yeah, well, thank you, Bishop Julian. I, I served as a bishop of the Diocese of Albany for 14 years and uh, just recently resigned. Uh, effective February 1st, 2021, and that would, that took place after uh, I had been found guilty by the Episcopal Church of violating my ordination vows uh, as a result of my unwillingness to abide by a General Convention Resolution B012 that was passed in at the General Convention in 2018, and which essentially was directed towards the communion partner bishops. Those are the, about there, there were eight of us at the time that were theologically conservative and orthodox and, and, and could not in good conscience uh, allow for same-sex marriages in our diocese. And anyway, so B012 is passed and it was intended as a, uh, as a compromise uh, to force those of us who are unwilling to allow for the ordination or allow for same-sex marriages in our diocese, force us to allow for them while at the same time not changing the prayer book. And anyway, to make a long story short, I was the one bishop that said, I understand what General Convention has done. However, I don't believe it's in accordance with God's will. And if I have to choose between being obedient to a general convention resolution or being obedient to the word of God, I'm going to choose to be obedient to the word of God. And I said, and I sent out a pastoral directive to that effect in 2018 and, and essentially saying that we're not doing this. And that was not well received and uh, charges were brought against me. Actually, I was, a charge wasn't brought against me. I was inhibited partially uh, until they could decide what action to take. And ultimately, I was, I was accused of violating my ordination vows because I wouldn't go along with this resolution. And, and that 
uh, came before a hearing panel and and uh, was found guilty. And at, at that point, I sensed that the Lord was saying, okay, Bill, you can leave now. And prior to that, I had a number of people ask, why are you still in the Episcopal Church given your beliefs and the direction that the Episcopal Church is gone, and, and I could always say in good conscience, well, well, part of the Episcopal Church has gone in one particular direction. All of it hasn't, and, and, and we in the Diocese of Albany uh, have not gone in that direction. And, but after that resolution was passed and I was found guilty, and then it's like, well, I, I, I have tried to be faithful and obedient to the Lord and, and honor what he's asked. Uh, but I, uh, anyway, I sensed that he, at that time, released me from continuing to serve. And, and so that's made the decision to step down. And, and uh, by God's grace, he opened up new doors. And, and uh, we're so thrilled that, that you have invited me and my wife, Karen, to be a part of the, of the Anglican Diocese of the Living Word. And, and I'm so thankful to Archbishop Foley for for his pastoral care to me these past couple of years and, and his willingness to receive me into the uh, Anglican Church of North America and just looking forward to, to see what the Lord has planned for us. We're thrilled to have you and uh, thrilled that you're among us. Let me just uh, recap that a little bit. So 14 years of bishop, the Episcopal Church begins to make changes uh, in, the, in the prayer book, at liturgy, you, in, in essence, draw a line in the sand and say, I'm, I'm not going to cross, that was your line, I'm not going to cross that point. And all of a sudden, some of them um, are looking to get rid of you. Talk, talk us through how that felt. I'm not sure that they were wanting to get rid of me so much as they just wanted to silence me. Yes, they wanted, yeah, wanted to silence your position. Right. Yeah. And, and I think they would have been quite happy had I said, okay, you guys win, I will behave and go ahead and allow for this. I think they, that, they would have been very happy had that happened, but, but uh, I couldn't do that. And, and uh, so it, it was difficult and frustrating in the sense that I was a cradle Episcopalian. I was born and raised in the Episcopal Church and, and uh, uh, baptized, confirmed, married in the church, raised our children in the church, was ordained as a deacon, priest, and bishop in the church. And, and to see, as time went on, the church drifting in a direction that, that I was not uh, in agreement with, but more importantly, that I didn't believe was in accordance with God's will. And, and to try these past many years to be a voice to at least get the church to to uh, look at the direction that it was going and 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 uh, but not to ultimately not to be able to change anything and so it was it was frustrating but it but God is good and and he has been with me with us this entire journey and and uh, and I'm I'm so thankful to all of the people throughout the world who uh, have been holding my wife and, and myself and our, our family up in prayer and the Diocese of Albany up in prayer. And it's been a tr tr just a tremendously humbling experience that prior to 
the pastoral letter going out to the diocese in November of 2018 that, that uh, no, very few people would have ever heard of Bill Love. And, and uh, I sent the letter out to the, to the diocese and somehow it went viral around the world and, and just received hundreds and hundreds of emails, text messages, phone calls, letters from people, many of whom I will never meet this side of heaven, just saying thank you, Bishop Love, for standing up for God's word and, and for having the courage to speak up and just know that we're in your, that you're in our prayers. And that was just a, such a tremendous blessing and gift from God through his people to give us the support and encouragement that we needed to, to hang in there. And it seems to me that, that the word courage um, uh, comes to mind. Uh, you have you have a military background, um, and I often think of courage when I think of uh, 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 many that are serving in the military. Um, but where did that courage come from? Uh, was was the Lord the source of that courage? Did you did you see yourself as here I am? I've got to make my stand, or was it the Lord just saying, look, here's here's what you've determined. Uh, and just talk to us how the Lord ministered to you personally in that time. I, I think the Lord ministered to me through his holy word and, and the passage from Joshua 1.9 has very much been a support and encouragement where, where God told Joshua as he is about to cross or lead the, the Israelites across in, into the promised land to, to be strong and courageous and, and not to be afraid and, and just to know that, that he was with them wherever he went. And, and I felt very much that the Lord was, in a sense, saying the same thing. Be strong, be courageous, uphold my word as I have revealed it to you, and, and, uh, and I'll be with you. And that, that was... So whatever courage I may have shown, it's, fr it's from God. And, and uh, just it's by the grace of God that I was able to, to hopefully be of some help in all of this. And, and my whole prayer throughout this entire journey was not that it would go in one direction or another, but that God's purpose would be accomplished in whatever direction it went and that he would not allow me to do anything stupid to get in the way of what he was trying to do. And, and so that, that was, and I, I pray that the, and believe that that prayer has been answered. So, so you've, you've left some relationships. They're, they're hard to leave, uh, relationships with people that stay behind. Um, but you're making new relationships, and, yeah. and the Lord's brought you to the Anglican Church in North America, and uh, we're thrilled to welcome you into the Anglican Diocese of the Living Word. And you and I have just had our first synod together yes. uh, in the diocese and built some great relationships with, with new friends. Um, talk, talk, talk to me a little bit about this, this new season and what it means coming into the ACNA and relationships with some people you know who have made this journey as well mm -hmm. uh, and also the connection to the, to the GAFCOM movement and Anglicans around the world. I'm, I'm so thankful for this new opportunity and... Uh, I actually was blessed to be able to attend the first and third GAFCON mm -hmm. meetings in Jerusalem and, and was richly blessed by that. And uh, 
And, and so that's, that has been wonderful. And, and it, it was hard saying goodbye to the people of the Diocese of Albany. And, and I care deeply for them. My wife and, and our family care very much for the diocese. And, and uh, so that was a very difficult thing. But, but uh, I'm so thankful for the warm reception that we have received from you and from the folks in the Diocese of the Living Word and, and from Bishop Foley and, and uh, here at the, the College of Bishops meeting and, and the Provincial Council or Provincial meeting, just how friendly and receptive everyone has been and welcoming. And, and that means so much and, and so thankful that, that the Lord is giving us this new opportunity to continue to serve him in, in whatever capacity that might lead. And, and I know you and I have talked a little bit about what that might look like in the sense of uh, my serving or assisting you and, and, uh, and what we have, what I understand we have agreed so far is, is that I will be assisting you in, in providing pastoral care for the parishes and the diocese and, and uh, be making at least a minimum of one visitation a month uh, to the parishes, which are, if you don't know about the, the Diocese of the Living Word, it's a non-geographic diocese that, that essentially goes from the coast to coast. coast to coast and the southern border to the northern border. So that, you're about to go to Texas, <laughs> right? To yes. To congregation in Kerrville. Yep, yep. in July. Yep. And, and so we're very excited about that. So but you've joined fr some friends here too, right? Yes. So some bishops who have made this journey as well. Uh, and you serve with some of them in, uh, in the House of Bishops of the Episcopal Church. Yeah. And so, in a sense, uh, how wonderful to see the Lord reconnecting threads here in the ACNA. Yes, and, and they're all dear friends. And, and, I mean, people talk about everything that happened to me. Well, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I know that, that many of the folks who I am now uh, with in, in the Anglican Church of North America, then, then they went through their own battles and, and struggles. And, and, and had it not been for the sacrifices that, that fellow bishops and clergy and laity have made over these past 10 years, I wouldn't have had anything to come to. And, and so I'm so appreciative to, to you and, and the others who once were part of the Episcopal Church, but but uh, since the Lord was leading you in a new direction and and uh, and allowed for for this new uh, province within the Anglican Church to to come into existence, and and so it's I, I'm very appreciative and thankful to the Lord for that. It's fascinating to see that um, you and your predecessor uh, Dan Herzog. Uh, and his suffragan bishop, uh, Dave Benner, uh, you're all now part of the Anglican Church of North America. Uh, yeah. And it seems to me that um, uh, I've been privileged to join that great trio, which we now call in a quartet of bishops. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, so excited to see what the Lord might be doing. But the international relationships are important. And you've, you've had over the years uh, in the Diocese of Albany some great international partnerships. Um, and you're seeing again friends here. I know you have a great relationship with Archbishop Ben Kwashi from yes. Jos, Nigeria, uh, and others. And so that continues, doesn't it? And isn't it great to see how the Lord continues to build some of those relationships as we look out at the global scene and, and think of global Anglicanism at work, um, not just in our, in our local area or across our nation, but, but also more broadly? 
It is. And that, that was one of the things that I always valued while I was within the Episcopal Church was that it was something larger than itself. Mm. That, that uh, each diocese was part of a national province which was part of the wider Anglican mm. communion and, and becoming a bishop, one of the real blessings of that was it, it opened doors to meet fellow Anglicans from around the world in ways that I never would have had an opportunity otherwise. And, and so I'm so thankful for, for that. And, and uh, so it's, it's, it's wonderful. And, and the, with ACNA being as actively involved in GAFCON and everything as, as it is, and just to, to continue to have those opportunities to come together with brothers and sisters in Christ from around the world and, and, and to, to just serve our Lord together and, and to be blessed and nourished by each other because we, we each have our different stories to, to share and, and the way that the Lord has been working in us. And uh, so, but meant to mention a moment ago, there's besides for the pastoral visitations and things that you've asked me to uh, assist with pastoral care for the clergy. And, and also one of the, the things that the Lord has really put on my heart for a number of years is is a Christian healing prayer ministry. And that was something that I was very involved in as a priest. And, and, uh, and when I became bishop, then I was not able to focus on that quite as much as, as I had intended, but I actually the Lord opened doors for me to enter into healing ministry in, in ways as a bishop that I would not have been able to otherwise. But I'm, I'm hoping that in this, this new chapter of life that there will be an opportunity for me to, to uh, go back and, and pick that up and, and become more involved and hopefully help share that ministry more within the, the Anglican Diocese, the Living Word, as, as well as ACNA. And, uh, so. We'll see what, what the Lord has planned. And, uh, well, I'm thrilled to be journeying with you as a brother in Christ and a bishop in the church uh, in our diocese with you and your wife Karen uh, and here in the province uh, in the Anglican Church in North America and excited to look and see uh, what God is going to be doing among us. Well, bishop Julian, thank you. And I'm my, Karen and I are so excited. We just went through our first synod together with you. and, and uh, yeah, much fun. It was, and the Holy Spirit showed up in mighty ways, and, and uh, here uh, with the, the provincial meeting and, and the College of Bishops meeting again to see the Holy Spirit at work and, and to hear the inspiring uh, message from Archbishop Foley. Uh, that's just, I'm just giving thanks to God for this new opportunity. So thank you, dear brother. I appreciate it so much.